Hi, this is Morgan. Welcome to If These Walls Could Talk. This podcast is dedicated to supporting mural art in the San Francisco Bay Area. We will delve into best practices for professional mural artists so that we can figure out how to spend the best hours of our days getting paid to paint and hone our craft so that more truly remarkable mural art can get made. Together, we can make the world a more beautiful place, one wall at a time. Hi, this is Morgan, and welcome to If These Walls Could Talk. In this episode, I'm going to be reading from my book, The Mural Artist's Handbook, Chapter 8, Keeping the Artist Happy. This chapter is all about how we keep the artist, the inner artist, happy through the external hustle and feedback and, you know, demanding schedule that being a professional in any field requires. So I go through a case study of how I've balanced my own interests with the client's interest when I talk about the Siena Youth Center Van Project. I talk about project selection and how important that is, about choosing which projects are creatively interesting, being picky about who you decide to work with, and how to protect the fun on every job. I hope that you enjoy this chapter. This is one of my favorite chapters to write. And um, again, if you'd like to purchase a copy of the book, it is available on Amazon. Um, I'm so happy to share it here to all of you who prefer a story time and to get your content audibly. I hope you enjoy it and find value in the content. Chapter 8, Keeping the Artist Happy. I have a second confession, this time one that would alarm most psychologists. I navigate being both an artist and a business owner by accommodating a split personality. Dual narratives exist alongside each other in my head. My inner artist and my inner business owner have different goals and concerns, all of which are legitimate. My inner artist has, quote, inconvenient impulses like wanting to write a children's story instead of working on mural designs that the client is waiting on. She doesn't want to be defined or corralled, but she can create volumes of creative output if skillfully channeled. My inner business owner is pragmatic and disciplined. She makes sure the queue is full of wonderful projects, and then my inner artist is taken care of with beautiful things like cashmere and fresh-pressed juices and wild shopping sprees at the art store. Neither aspect of my personality is bad or, quote, the problem. A good life has many components, some of which are seemingly at odds with each other, like eating donuts and being physically fit. Embrace all of it. Instead of an either-or mindset, make room for all parts of yourself. You want to make money and you want to make the world a more beautiful place? Go for it. That's what creativity is for. Once you unhook your thinking from binary mode, every challenge reveals a multiplicity of opportunities. How can you be both disciplined and fluid with your creative process? How might you be both productive and relaxed? 
How can you stay on the same team with a client when your ideas seem to be at odds? Is it possible to both make money and give a project away? The final question might seem an unsolvable cone, but this is exactly what I did in painting a bus for a nonprofit after school program. Case study Siena Youth Center Bus. The Siena Youth Center reached out to me to paint their all white bus with landscape art. The plain white bus would be a target for taggers in the neighborhood and also didn't match its happy purpose to bring the kids on nature-inspired field trips such as mountain biking treks in the Santa Cruz Mountains and visiting the Monterey Bay Aquarium and the tide pools of Half Moon Bay. As a not-for-profit entity in an economically challenged neighborhood, they would have a hard time paying my rates even with my standard school discount of 30%. I was the sole provider for my family at the time, and I was not able to donate such a large chunk of my time and efforts to this worthwhile project. But I didn't want to pass on it either. So instead of donating the mural, I donated the time and effort required to raise the funds for the project through a Kickstarter campaign on behalf of the Youth Center. The campaign raised $9,500 for the project. It was a win for the youth center and for the donors who were able to participate in this heartwarming cause, and it allowed me to both beautify their bus and support my family. I also loved sending out 150 handmade You Are Wonderful banners to the donors of the campaign. It connected me with a supportive tribe of fans. Project selection. I aim to meet three out of four of the following criteria with every project. One, am I excited to work with this client? Two, is it creatively interesting? Three, does it pay well? Four, will it have a broad positive impact in the world? As previously, as previously mentioned, The most important of the four criteria is who I will be collaborating with. Using a consistent metric when I'm deciding whether or not I am a good fit for a project helps me to balance my pipeline with school mural projects that might not pay as much and residential projects that are not a visible contribution in the community but pay well. A few years ago, Minted approached me to paint another artist's design on the front of their company headquarters. I wouldn't be able to sign the work. I would be only the hired hand. I wasn't sure if the project was the right fit for me, so I went to my four questions. Am I excited to work with this client? Yes. Minted is a high-end art company, and I would be working with a team of experienced creative professionals. Two, is it creatively interesting? Yes. The proposed design was elegant and original. Executing the design would expand my own painting skill set. I would work with the designer on site so that her digital art would be accurately translated through paint. Collaboration creates an opportunity to learn from other artists. Does it pay well? Yes. I established a fair price per square foot in my proposal. Finally, Will it have a broad, positive impact? Yes, in a handful of ways. 
The mural would cover the front of a prominent building in downtown San Francisco, a creative upgrade for the street and the community. I invited the designer to paint alongside me, and it helped give her the confidence to take on a large mural commission and her own a few years later. This is a side note. I've actually kept in touch with this artist, and now she's a full-time mural artist, and she is blowing it out of the water. And I feel like our time spent together was the first time she'd ever put paint on a wall, and she had a great time, and I think it inspired her to continue into her current career. So will it have a broad, positive impact? That was one really cool outcome from that project. And finally, Minted created an inspiring video about the mural collaboration, which had the potential to inspire more successful mural projects. So it turns out the Minted project met all four of my most important criteria. So I happily took on the project. Protect the fun. I spend about half my time painting and half my time working on my business, including marketing, project management, and finally sharing the work in a way that will in turn bring me more work. I am binary with my days. It's either a painting day or a desk day. Either way, I work about six hours a day. I track my time to make sure that I'm spending at least half of my total work hours on painting and design, the part of my work that I enjoy the most. For me, getting directly to work on the painting days is easy. Someone is expecting me, the wall is staring at me, the paints are quivering with excitement in the back of my van. I work by myself most of the time, taping and rolling on the base coat, even though doing it alone might not be efficient from a business standpoint. I love the fluidity and autonomy of solo work, managing what time I show up, what I listen to, what gets done, and how. As an introvert, not having to talk to anyone during my workday is one of life's sweetest luxuries. I keep my, quote, inner artist, the craftsperson, in the equation as I plan my business efforts. Balancing business sustainability with the creative output your heart wants to make at the pace it naturally creates is an art, not a science. Distinguishing between when to push and hold myself accountable and when to take a break requires a surgeon's precision. Inner resistance to creative or novel work with an uncertain outcome is normal. Don't assume that resistance means you're not meant to do that work. Decide for yourself how much time you are willing to spend on your business each week relative to your art making. If you're just starting out or juggling a family and other work, perhaps that is only five hours per week. Just make sure you actually show up for those hours. Particularly when you first start out, resistance will be strong. Implementing any of the business strategies you want to pursue will require a ninja productivity toolkit. I follow a daily routine, decide on my daily critical inch, and accommodate a very short list of permissible distractions. The list includes petting the dog, naps, and walk around, walks around the block. 
Fear is wily. Without a plan, it will surface as distraction, which quickly leads to scrolling through the daily news feed or Instagram. Embrace rituals, systems, and habits in your life that support your creative process and enable you to create at a steady rate. In your efforts, especially in the parts of the work that are hard for you, be kind to yourself. Self-compassion paves the way for radical honesty. Did I do the things I committed to doing today? Why not? Adjust the goalposts closer as needed so that success feels attainable. Being kind to yourself always yields the best results. And the other option is no fun anyway. If you notice that you're not creating much of anything, give attention to why. It might be fear or lack of accountability, but sometimes what's needed is simply rest. I have learned over the years that a few days off between projects works wonders for my energy and enthusiasm. Sharing your creative efforts with the rest of the world is not easy or particularly comfortable. This is the hard work of an artist. I hold tight to the network of support I have in the form of clients, friends, and family who have supported me along the way. I could not have done it, nor would it be much fun without them. You're next. This book is a summary of what I wish I knew when I started out painting murals. I wish I could go back and tell my 27-year-old self, who had no idea if she was crazy for trying to pursue a career as a mural artist, do it. The difficult path of constructing one's life with art making at its center, worth it. In the midst of my unexceptional credentials, I have stumbled into a fulfilling and sustainable career creating art. The variety of people and places my work brings me into contact with profoundly enriches and expands my life. Mural artist is not only a real job, it's an awesome job. I love how color changes how a space feels. I love the physicality of working with my hands and staying in constant motion. I love the smell of paint as it reminds me that transformation is underway. I love the scale of murals, whether a life-size humpback whale or a poppy that is 10 feet across. I love that a mural is designed for a specific person and place. I love being of service with my creativity and winning over mural skeptics with creations that surprise and delight. I love my work so much that I wanna make it possible for other artists, for you to create your own version of mural making awesomeness. There are so many bare walls in the world waiting for a creative hand. As we embrace this exciting art form as professionals and all that this word embodies, we will contribute to the further expansion and popularity of mural art, beautifying walls and communities around the world through paint and creativity. I wish you the best of luck with your mural art endeavors and many happy days of painting. Thank you. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of If These Walls Could Talk. If you enjoyed the content, please rate and review so that more artists and art advocates can find and enjoy this content. Until next time, happy painting.